Welcome back to the new Bat Ranking Adventures. I'm your head scientist, Ben Creighton. With me as always... Hi, everybody. It's Kenny Wendorski. Shit, did I just say the new Batman Adventures or the new Bat Ranking Adventures? Because one of them's the title of our show. Yeah. And one of them's the title of the show that we cover. It's... Welcome back to the new Bat Rankings Adventures. <laughs> Welcome back to the new Bat Rankings Adventures. Welcome yes. back to the Bat Rankings Adventures, which are new. Okay, one of those takes is probably good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Come for the Batman, but stay for the Anthony. <laughs> stay for the nonstop professional professionalism of your hosts. That's right. <laughs> we're we're back. We, yes. we we did it. We're it's been no time at all for us, but a week for you. That's right. <laughs> Uh, we, we took a little time off and so it's good to be back in the studio and, uh, I don't know about you guys, but I'm very happy the election is over and we can finally move on and get rid of 2020 and get into 2021. That's true. But the most important election is not over. That's what right. We cover next Superman, the animated series or Batman beyond you decide. Now, last, last I saw, Batman Beyond was uh, ahead. Yep, but it's it's not a big lead. It could still it's still anybody's game. So get in there, make yeah. your voices heard by giving us a five star review on iTunes or posting using the Bat Rankings hashtag on Twitter, so I can find y'all and let us know. But that's that's for the future. In the meantime, we watched Growing Pains this week. Show me that smile. Yeah, so I I thought it was pretty good up until the last season. That's when Kirk Cameron started getting a little too much power and it started getting really Christian-y. <laughs> was Growing Pains the one with uh, uh, the dad with the beard? Yes, Alan okay. Thick. That's right. <laughs> Wait, no, he didn't have a beard. No, you're thinking of um, Family Ties. Family Ties. Damn it! Yeah! <laughs> All right. That was way off. Sing it with me. Show me that smile again. I don't. Re- I kind of vaguely remember that. Did they have like a train, like a little toy train? No. Now you're thinking of Shining Time Station, or possibly Mister Rogers. All right. Well, <laughs> <laughs> I was more of a Fresh Prince of Bel Air home improvement guy. So, ah, <laughs> uh, and I was watching Frasier. No much. No matter. No, reverse it. No wonder we have to knife fight so often. That's true. I am a, I am a professional radio podcast man. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I we, always we get my serious. goofs. Yes. Always get them on the first take. That's One right. One take Wendorski. That's, that's what they that's call you. my name. Yep. yep. I used to make student films and uh, I didn't want to <laughs> rewind the tape. So you got one take. <laughs> I became student one take Wendorski. Be, uh... <laughs> student film might be a uh, a slightly high fluting way to put what uh, we did back uh, in high school uh yeah <laughs> a big old vhs with the yep. the the old clunker we called it <laughs> oh boy that was good times yeah <laughs> tapo fun one we called it yep oh we're getting into the weeds uh <laughs> we growing pains which is the title of a mediocre 90s sitcom come soap opera and also the title of a The New Batman Adventures episode. That's right. <laughs> so we, I don't know how you want to start. The, you want to? <laughs> yeah, I'm, I, I got the notes here. We open up 
on this scared little girl running through an alley. She's being harassed by these scary bikers. And immediately, visually, I'm like, this, no, this different. What? It looks like a spirit, well, for me, spirited away, that kind of style. So it's it definitely has a very anime look to it, and there's there's a reason for that. So post redesign, and actually for most of the second season, before even before the redesign, the Batman the animated series settled on Don Yang as their regular animation studio. This is a a very very good, very competent studio that by this point had a proven track record of delivering episodes on time, under budget. And looking pretty reasonably good. But for this episode, they tapped our old friends TMS. Hey! Yeah! That's, that would explain yeah. a lot. Because this yeah. episode is unique, for sure. It's it's gorgeous. And this this first sequence especially, because this doesn't look like Gotham. This looks like Neo-Tokyo straight out of Akira. Yeah. And the, the biker designs, like... These these are guys at the top of their craft, these animators just having fun. The the backgrounds, it it looks less like a like a modern Gotham cityscape and more like a post apocalyptic hellscape. Yeah. It's it's and it's hard for me to oversell just how beautiful this looks. It's hauntingly beautiful, because it's not pretty. It's sort of, you know. Yeah. Uh, like the slums, I guess uh, I would describe it. Or like you said, post-apocalyptic. Uh, yeah. The little girl's running, the bikers are hassling her. And luckily for our uh, young lady, there is Robin. Our new Robin swings into action is able to take down the bikers. Yep. Beautifully choreographed fight scene of Robin versus this biker gang. And uh, something something I noticed too, and I've noticed this before, but this is the first wo- the first one where I really put a finger on it. Something about our new Robin's body language. Whenever he is in his costume as Robin, he always holds himself a certain way. His back is just ramrod straight. His shoulders are are spread. His chest is puffed out. He stands and moves like a kid playing at being a superhero acting like he thinks a superhero acts yeah it's such a little touch and that's not unique to tms but i i love it yeah and uh he saves the little girl and the little girl doesn't know really much we know she's running from something but she can't remember her name she can't remember where she came from or her family or any of that stuff but uh cops show up and she runs away from them and runs like, are you scared of the cops? Uh, let's figure this out together. But she books it out of there. And Robin is about to give chase, but we do see the bat symbol up in the sky. So Robin's like, shit. All right. Job. Got to go do my thing. Yep. So he meets up with Batman and Commissioner Gordon in Gordon's office where they're reviewing some security footage. There's this new criminal in town big guy super strong he's smashing stuff he's knocking over convenience stores and and gordon says yeah that's that is superhuman strength that's looking chemically enhanced or something we don't know and neither of them neither of them recognize him but there's definitely something off about this guy yeah they freeze frame and they see his eyes and his eyes are white no pupils which you know they're like all right that's that's weird and Robin's yep. kind of in dreamland. He's thinking about that girl. 
was. So he, his head's not in the game. And when they, they talk about uh, what's going on, he's totally off topic. And Christian Gorn goes, ah, teenagers. Thank God my Barbara isn't like that anymore. She stays. She's got a quiet life. And yeah, Batman. Uh, Batman gives him the old bad eyebrow. Yeah. <laughs> I so we're we're starting to fill in some of the blanks about how much Commissioner Gordon knows, and I think I think Batman too is kind of like it's it's clearly not an open thing between them. If Gordon does know, he's not sharing what he knows with Batman, and I think Batman in that moment is kind of like. Is this guy fucking with me? (laughs) (laughs) But Batman and Robin go out on patrol and Robin's (laughs) filling Batman in on what happened with, uh, with this mysterious girl. And Batman also picks right up on this. And he, he tells him you can't afford to be distracted out there. There's nothing we can do for this girl. She belongs in a runaway center. This, as far as Batman's concerned, this does not sound like a big deal that they need to be getting involved in. This is just a distraction. Yeah. And uh, Robin is kind of like, well, we're starting to see the the old dynamic where grouchy old man versus uh, young up-and-coming hero. That kind yeah. of dynamic, which we've experienced before with the previous Robin. Uh, we're starting to get that now with Tim Drake. Yep, and he and just like uh, just like Dick Grayson used to, we cut to Tim Drake pouring out his problems to Alfred as they're driving along, saying he treats me like a kid. And Alfred, as he tends to do, defending Master Bruce, like, well, to be fair, you are a kid. <laughs> and Tim's looking out the window of the car, and he's like, ah, nobody, blah blah blah, you know, like our kids yeah. do. But as he's looking out, he sees the girl of all places. He sees the girl while they're driving around. So he tells yep. Alfred to stop, and he runs out. Alfred makes a phone call, and he's like, Mr. Wayne. <laughs> yeah. Um, it happened again. <laughs> <laughs> yep, but Robin Robin finds the girl. They He gets her calmed down enough to talk with him a little, and she just keeps saying, I have to keep moving. There's a man after me. He's always there. He's even in my nightmares. Mm-hmm. Like, we're starting to get the sense that something, that this something a little more is going on than just a simple, like, runaway, runaway girl, like, maybe abused. Like, something spooky's happening. Yeah. And Robin, uh, she doesn't even remember her name, so Robin names her Annie. Mm-hmm. And right around that, she says, wait, he's here. I I feel him. And that's when the mysterious guy from Gordon's video walks out of the shadows claiming to be Annie's father. And Robin's like, well, she's scared of you, so back off. And he's kind of, you know, like, this doesn't concern you, boy. And uh, we get ourselves a little fight chase scene. Yep. Uh, this this mysterious guy will, uh, later on, later on, Batman calls him Daddy, which is as good a word a name <laughs> as any. Daddy is just tanking all of Robin's punches and kicks, just no-selling everything, tossing Robin around like he's nothing. Batman swoops in and uh, joins joins in the fray. It ends up in this like cat and mouse on foot chase sequence. Robin says to Annie, "Stay here, wait for us." As they go chasing after this guy who decides to run away, and at one point, at one point, this man, this daddy figure, jumps off of about four or five stories down a off of a garage. 
and seems to compress a little, like mm-hmm. unnaturally, as he as he hits the ground again. It's yeah. just like a blink and you miss it. It's really well done. Where for a second you're like, was that just a little weird animation thing, or yeah. was that on purpose? And uh, they take each other at different sides of this tunnel, and they wind up running almost into each other. Like, where'd he go? And it's implied he went down a sewer grate. Robin tries to open up the sewer grate, but it's too, it's like tight on there, too tight, or it's too heavy. One of the two. So uh, he books it back to Annie, but she's gone. She didn't stay put. So uh, Batman basically tells him, he's like, you got to forget about her. You know, we got to search around, do the clues thing. He picks up some goo, uh, some mud. Now, this is kind of where we start to, I don't know about you, but obviously this is a little. Like, ah, yeah, this is, this is a clue. This is a big <laughs> clue. And I, I don't know. It's hard for me because I already I remembered the twist coming yeah. into this. It's hard for me to remember when I picked up on it when I watched this episode for the first time. But, yeah, Batman wants to take this, this bit of mud from the crime scene back to the Batcave. And Robin says, screw you, old man. This, this girl's in trouble. If, if you won't go look for her, I will. And Batman's taken aback by this bit of rebellion from his uh <laughs> from yeah. his surrogate son here but they do they split up batman goes back to the lab and robin is checking around it looks like known places where homeless kids hang out there's a really good Here's- shot where he's yeah he's he's looking at this trio of little homeless street urchins sleeping and just gives them this this inscrutable look like is he feeling pity? Is he like being an orphan thinking, man, that could be me if Batman hadn't, you know, hadn't picked me up and, and taken care of me after my father died. Yeah. It's It's, beautiful. It's, uh, it's one of those little things that an adult, as an adult, I appreciated that as a kid, I probably didn't, but now looking back, I'm like, huh, I'm glad they put that in. Yeah, the the little subtle visual storytelling is so on point in this episode. Yeah. And so Robin does, though, eventually uh, find find Annie again. And it seems like she's starting to, I don't even know if remembers the right word, but she's, she's getting a, a clearer sense of what's going on. And she says, you shouldn't be trying to help me. He's going to hurt you, too. And Tim says, yeah, I know his type. My dad was no prize either. Which also makes me think, like, in in the episode Sins of the Father, where we got his backstory, we know that his father was a criminal, and we know that in the end he tried to do the right thing and come back to the side of the law and turn against his Two-Face, his crime boss. But we never really got much of a sense of what their relationship was as father and son. And this is... This is giving us maybe a hint, maybe as much as they could say in a children's program. Like, this was maybe kind of an abusive relationship. Yeah. But uh, the little girl, Annie, she says that she remembers a place that had a tower with bright lights. And Robin's like, I think I know where that is. And so they go to a lighthouse (laughs) right by the the shore. And Annie's like, ah, this is the place. This is the place I'm supposed to be at. And there's a bunch of big pipes. And she's like, come on, come on, go in the big pipes. And so they go in the big pipes. (laughs) And uh, (laughs) meanwhile, Batman's looking at the goo. 
And Alfred's like, shouldn't you be looking for Tim? And he's like, I got an eye on him. And Alfred goes, oh, you got a tracker in his uh, utility belt, huh? Yep. yep. And Alfred's like, still don't trust. So he, you do treat him like a child. And Batman is kind of like, huh? You know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Who the fuck are you to tell me that? <laughs> yeah. But, also, like, yes, he is a literal child, and I am putting him into danger every night. And yes, the least I can do is keep an eye on him yeah. so that if he gets into real trouble, I can do something about it. So, yeah, I'm, I'm with Batman on this one. I can Like, yes, that is a... If you are going to take this child out fighting crime, the... The most sensible precaution you could possibly have is a tracking device. (laughs) But before we get into an argument like that, he looks at something in the goo and the computer says analysis complete. And Batman goes, oh, my God, hops in his Batmobile. And he's like, I got to go. I got to go. Got to get him. I know what's up. I know who daddy is. I know who daddy is. And we cut back to Robin and Annie exploring these drainage sewage tunnels that she sort of half remembers and that's when daddy walks in and and this is why you get tms back for this episode yep turns into Clayface in just oh my god i i know i've been going off on the visuals but everything from this point on is so gorgeously animated yeah we haven't seen Clayface like this since Clayface part or feet of clay part two the the last Clayface episode that tms did i believe he throws his body at them uh he makes like these uh bricks at one point and each brick is beautifully painted um, yeah, this just, like wall of of half brick, half clay face goo. Yeah. yeah, and there's like a, a cage that he makes that he uh, uses his stomach to make. It's like you said, it's just TMS doing what TMS do. Yep, and and Robin karate chops the the cage bars, and they revert back to clay face goo, and some of the. It's very prominent, very noticeable. Some of the clay face goo falls onto Annie. And as they as they run away, Annie's face is in shadow, and we see some of it absorb into her body, and she says, I understand now. Yeah. I am Clayface. Yeah. They uh, run up to this uh, tippy-top area where there's a bunch of chemicals. Kind of looks like Axis chemicals, uh, the Axis factory. Yep. Um, and uh, Annie yeah, we... basically says that I'm a part of him, he's a part of me. Yeah, we get a whole flashback, and this is... So the the general consensus is that this episode takes place before the Clayface segment of Holiday Nights. Yeah. Uh, because this is coming right off of, uh, what was it, Mudslide, where he dissolved into the ocean? Yes. So in that yeah. episode, a little refresher, he did fall into... There's rain, and he does fall off a cliff into the ocean below. And we think that the water just kind of made him melt apart. But in this episode, we come to find out that in that sewage drainage chemical factory, the runoff kind of helped rebuild him back together. Sort of. Yeah, he was still weak and he wasn't sure if it was safe. So according to Annie, he created her. He broke off a part of his body and created this little sub clayface girl unit to go out and scout out and see if it was safe to to emerge. But once she was separated from him for too long, she started to forget. Yeah. 
And in the meantime, Clayface had grown stronger and come to search her out. Yeah. Uh, He needs to rebond with her. And Robin, you know, is, is shocked. He's appalled. He's furious. He's everything in between because he had genuine affection for this little girl. And he wants her to stay safe. So he's saying, don't don't let him touch you. He's doing everything in his power, using batarangs and things like that to stop Clayface. Of course, Clayface goes through his little clay area, uh, body change, and nothing seems to affect him. And uh, he uh, rushes towards them, and uh, she runs away, but uh, Robin's in danger, and he's about to kill him off when she, Annie, comes up and says, Hey, don't, I'll come back to you. Yeah, and, she uh, she tackles it's it's not entirely she says it's me you want and I'm not entirely sure whether she's offering herself in place of Robin or just doing whatever she can think of to stop Clayface from hurting Robin but she like shoulder checks Clayface and knocks him away but now she's getting reabsorbed and like once again a scene right out of Akira just the body horror of it she's She's being absorbed. There are clay tentacles everywhere, just slurping around. Clayface seems like taken aback by this too. He's not necessarily in full control over what's happening. Annie's head is popping out and screaming. Batman swoops in, and he and Robin are trying to trying to keep Clayface at bay. But Clayface does eventually fully absorb Annie. He seems stronger now. He creates a metal plate in his stomach and deflects a batarang, which which uh, ricochets off and hits a, a vat of industrial solvent, which says highly volatile. Yeah, and uh, Robin is yelling, bring her back, and he throws another batarang. Each little bit gets further and further, pushing him towards the edge, uh, Clayface, that is. And yep. uh, he's kind of on board to kill him. And uh, Batman stops him thankfully and uh you like you said it's highly volatile so what does that mean ben that means take a shot because we get a big beautiful <laughs> tms animated explosion clayface yes. fall down go boom uh and uh yeah uh but he doesn't die they nope. somehow get a police liquid goo bath that it keeps him yeah. in stasis looks and... like the back to tank that uh the the Empire Strikes Back tank that they keep putting people who get freeze raid into. Yeah. <laughs> so Clayface is going off to prison slash I don't know rehabilitation doctor I don't know something. But he's been captured. He's not dead, and yeah. um, they are bringing up the charges of what Clayface is accused of. Obviously, destruction of property and Robbery. a bunch of other things. And uh, Robin says, "Add murder to it," thinking of the little Annie. Yep, and thus ends Growing Pains. Kenny, does this episode hold up? Yes, very much so. Holy shit, this episode's so good. (laughs) Oh my god. You know how I know this is a good episode? We just did a synopsis, but we weren't really funny. We were just kind of going back and forth talking about because we didn't want to stop talking about it. It was just a, a, a dark, twisted tale. And I, uh, I, I would it. go back and watch this. I watched this episode not 45 minutes ago before we started recording. I would sit down and watch it from front to back right now. Yeah. It's every frame is gorgeous. 
The storytelling is incredible. It's subtle. It's like we could get into analyzing subtext of the way that the way that Robin, this, you know, Gordon calls him a teenager, but he's he's a young teenager. This is not, you know, when it was Dick Grayson, he was college age. He was, you know, a grown man, a young man, but a grown man. Robin is, you know, maybe 13. Something like that. Like that that age where you first start to notice girls, but really what you're, what you think you're in love with is as much something that you're projecting onto the other person as anything about them. And there's always so much more going on inside them than you have any way of knowing. Yeah. Like, ah, oh, it's so good. <laughs> Just Holy beautiful. shit. This episode. But we should probably find out how good it is using our science machine. I'm a disciple of science. I know the universe is in full compliance with natural It's true. Let's boot up the science machine. All right. Sweet. Now, I didn't turn mine off. I'm still up and running. I I didn't touch anything. So I hope you're good on your end. Yeah, yeah. I flipped the switch a couple minutes ago. So, yeah, mine boots up fast. And, and, you know, I never never bothered to take my lab coat off. So that's still on. But let's make sure we've got those pants. Off. They yeah. are off. They and are it, off. It is refreshing. <laughs> but what's on is this master list of 86 episodes. Oh, boy. I'm excited. I'm going to sit back and relax. Enjoy the show. Two-Face, Ceno Evil, Harley and Ivy, Demon's Quest, House and Garden, Cat and the Club, Where There Could Ghost, The Man Who Could Batman, Showdown, Double Talk, Second Chance, Almost Got Him, Harlequinade, Perchance to Dream, Robin's Reckoning, Read My Lips, Heart of Ice, Laughing Fish, I Am the Night, Day of the Samurai, Eternal Youth, Pretty Poison, The Forgotten, Joker's Favorite, Feet of Clay, Silicon Soul, Clocking, Heart of Steel, Time at a Joint, Harley's Holiday, Never Fear, What is Reality, Avatar, Deep Freeze. Joker's Millions of Fear, So Smart, Wine, Sheer, Rage, Sideshow, Joker's Wild, Vendetta, The Last Laugh, Nothing to Fear, The Strange Secret of Bruce Wayne, Bullet for Bullock, A Lion in the Unicorn, Satana, Cold Comfort, Dreams of Darkness, Off Balance, The Mechanic, Tiger, Tiger, Appointment in Crime Alley, On the Wings, Christmas with Joker, Matt as a Hatter, Rulers with Porn, Blind as a Bat, Sins of Father, Mudslide, Mood of the Wolf, Night of the Ninja, Baby Doll, Make Him Laugh, Trial, Fear of Victory, You Scratch My Back, Shadow of the Bat, POV, Prophecy of Doom, Birds of a Feather, Be a Clown, The Cape and Cow Conspiracy, Fire from Olympus, Bane, Catwalk, Batgirl Returns, Weary Man, Paging the Crime Doctor, It's Never Too Late, The Underdogs, Nobody's Perfect, Holiday Nights, Terrible Trio, Terror in the Sky, Cast Rod Freever, Lock Up, and I've Got Batman in My Basement! Yeah! Ooh. Well done! I, I, well ooh. done, sir! <laughs> Stumbled a little over since the father there, I don't know why. You're good! <laughs> no, both of these have been very well done. Nice! All right. Ooh, let's see. RNGesus is growing pains, better or worse? <laughs> the number 70 be a clown. Yeah, yeah, it is. Yeah. Next. better. <laughs> you know, I mean, could he could have used a little Batman thumbs up from yeah. the bushes, but other than that, pretty yeah. good episode, yeah. You know, they... <laughs> it was almost it there. Is, is growing pains. Woo! Better or worse than number 1. Two-Face. I'm going to go with Two-Face. We might have to knife fight. Oh, I think, for real? I think this is a strong contender for the one spot. All righty. I challenge you to a battle of knives. This I, is a... This, my eyes were glued to the screen every moment. Two-Face is a... I mean, obviously it's a very good episode. It has been num- sitting at number one. For as long as it's been an episode that we've seen, but... Reginald, come here, sir. Bring me my knife. All right. 
Thank you, good sir. Thank you, good Reginald. Now I sharpened my knife while I was watching this episode. My you know, still dull, buddy. It's busy. gonna hurt. Son of a bitch. All right. Let's do this. All right. All right. So Two Face is big, huge crime saga. Yep. Uh, I enjoy the music, which I think is haunting in Two Face. Animation, of course, is top notch, especially in the first parter. And I love the performances of uh, the actor who played both Harvey Dent and Two Face. You are right about all those things. I mean, animation wise, art direction wise, <laughs> it is no contest. Right. This this episode is above and beyond. Like Two Face was a very strong episode. This episode is above and beyond anything we have seen in those areas. Mm-hmm. I would I would put this on like Mask of the Phantasm level, if not even a little above that. And that is str- a strong compliment wow. coming from wow. me. Wow. Okay. All right. Voice acting wise, Two Face is very strong. We got Ron Perlman back as Clayface here, and I think he did a bang-up job as both Clayface and as Daddy. Yeah. Like, it was it was a different performance. It was it was recognizable. It was definitely one of those, like, aha, yep, nope, that was him. But it wasn't it wasn't a, a situation where as soon as the character opens his mouth, like, oh, he's Clayface. Nice job fucking up the twist, jackass. <laughs> <laughs> like, no, Ron Perlman was incredible. Yeah. in this one so I'd put those like maybe about equal in terms of voice acting okay music wise I would put this up against Two-Face on even footing like this had some really good music especially in that first that motorcycle fight sequence holy crap the music and the animation and the directing all came together you get a lot of good hired goons in the Two-Face one. You got Candace. You, you do have Candace. You do have Min and Max. I, I will give that to Two-Face. But I'm, I'm still giving the edge to this episode. Wow. Uh, trying to think what else I could throw out there for Two-Face. Both are pretty depressing. Yeah, they're both tragedies. Definitely. I as as far as that goes, I mean this one I love Two Face. Like that that lightning striking and his his scarred face showing up for the first time. Like that's that's phenomenal. Yeah. But I felt so hard for Tim Drake for our our new little Robin in this one. There was a lot of subtext that wasn't like pointed at. You know, it was just, you saw it and you moved on, which I appreciated. They didn't, like, have a big spotlight on it, like, homelessness, see? You know, they, they just <laughs> kind of, you know, they, you know, let the audience see it and then they moved on. Uh, I appreciated that. Yeah. Wow. And it was shorter. Two-Face Part 2 is not nearly as fun as Two-Face Part 1. 
And as love interest characters go, oh, fuck, Annie over Grace anytime. <laughs> I forgot like, about Grace. Right? Because she's just such a nothing character. And I mean, to be fair, Annie is... She's yet another example of the love interest character that exists to motivate the male hero. But the way she's animated, the way she's voice acted, she manages to transcend that at least somewhat. Whereas Grace is just the worst example of that. Was uh, concise, too. I'm glad Two-Face was a two-parter, but there was filler in there, especially uh, the part where he's using the tracking. He's, like, jumping on cars to shoot the tracker on the car. Yep. God. You know what? I'm gonna gonna put my knife away. Fuck me. I'm gonna concur with you. Hot damn. <laughs> this late in the day, we've got a new number one. Whoa. Whoa. I, I remember this being a good episode. Like, I was really, when I, once I realized, because I didn't rec- recognize it from the title, once I started playing the episode and realized what episode it was, I'm like, oh, okay, good, great. This is a good one. I didn't remember just how good this episode was. I think us describing it, like I just said, us describing it, usually you and I, we have this banter, and we're like, oh, ha, 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 blah, 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 and just, you know, bullshit. This yep. one, you and I both were like, and then this happened, and then this happened, and then this happened. And then yep. We were excited <laughs> to talk about it. We were we had no time for horseplay. You know, yep. we were... <laughs> I, I think ours might be a formula that works better with, like, middle-of-the-road episodes. The ones yeah. that are just plain misery to watch, I, I don't know that... I mean, you and the audience can tell us. Yeah. Maybe that's entertaining. I don't know. I never feel like it's entertaining when we come off of recording one of those, like, eh, we just bitched for 20 minutes, blah. <laughs> and then the best ones were just like, I have not, I'm in awe. It's yeah. so good. What can you even say? I don't... It, it, Show good. Show real good. Yeah. Hey, what, what are you going to put me up by the Mona Lisa and, and have me say she smile good? Yeah. <laughs> she, got, she got pretty smile. I am the champion. I am the champion. No time for losing. But I am the champion. Um, I'm going to go with this one on the sheer strength that it was concise and just packaged in about the most efficient way an episode could be packaged. Dark, tragic, and uh, beautiful. Like we keep saying, it's just gorgeous. TMS... I'm glad they're back. I mean, I don't know if they come back for f- future episodes, but damn. As, as far Home as run. as far as I know, this was like a one-time, like, okay, Don Yang, you're you're real good, and I'm gonna let you finish. But <laughs> did they blow their budget on this one again? <laughs> they, oh, oh man, I can only imagine. Did the producers like see it and they're like, oh, that's right, that's why we don't hire you anymore. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, that's why TMS isn't an every episode studio because. <laughs> I mean, nowadays, nowadays it probably could be when we're used to like 
13 episode runs of shows, 10 episode runs of new shows. But back in the day when you got to crank out 85 of these motherfuckers at a go. Yeah, you can't get TMS every week. But man, at at no point when watching this was was there that moment of, well, this would have looked better if it had been the old designs. No, I can't imagine this animated any other way. For Clayface, you got to have that fluid animation. It's got to yeah. look like water. It's got to look, you know, like like goo. Yep. Uh, I don't know how else to describe it. It's got to be fluid. It's got to be like the T-1000. And TMS yep. knows how to do it. Absolutely. And, and you know, spoilers for future episodes. This is, we will not see Clayface again until, like, late Justice League. That's kind of crap. They captured him, too, you know? Yeah, I was fully expecting him to fall into that vat of solvent, but no, nah, he's he's captured. So I was like, all right, nice. We'll see yeah. him down the road. Yeah, well, if if we're not dead of nuclear winter, we will see him again down the road, but not for a long, <laughs> long time. Doing one episode a week, it's it like five, six years if we get all the way to the end of Justice League Unlimited, which yeah. I'm fairly sure is where he shows up again. Oh, shit. So, that's, yeah. that's ways. All right. <laughs> so... Man, if you got to say goodbye to a character, though, what a send-off. Yeah. Going out at number one. There it is. Holy Do we have a song shit. for this? Uh, we're not prepared we, for we, this at all. Yeah, I'm going to have to pull up the, our Two-Face episode to see what I did when that took number one, because it's been a remember. while. Yeah, I have no idea. I think I might have just like spliced in some crowd cheering noises or something. But at the time it was like, well, you know, obviously this is a real good episode, but, you know, something will probably come along and didn't for like freaking 80 more episodes. When that aired, (laughs) I was driving to the Broadway location for Lazy Boy. And that was another lifetime ago. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. um, Yeah. Criminy. All righty. Yep. Let's mark yep. it down, buddy. Yep. It's it's down. It's That's the science. Can't refute it. Nope. We're going to get shit for this, though. You know that. <laughs> I I will. I knife fought my best friend over this. You think I won't knife fight with you at home, motherfuckers? <laughs> I, I sharpened my knife for him. You guys I, are getting yeah, the dull knives. We are, Come at the gonna, king, best not miss. We're going to get shit for this one, but I'm... <laughs> It's science. You can't refute it, man. Can't refute it. The 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 only way that Growing Pains gets off the number one spot is if an even better episode comes along. I'm not holding my breath, but for the record... I didn't think it was going to happen for Two-Face, so here we are. Yeah, me neither. But uh, for the record, next week we're watching Love is a Croc. Okay. So, yeah, do you remember this episode, Kenny? I think Baby Doll and Croc get together and, like, Rob Banks. I think. Yep. Okay. Yep, pretty sure All right. right. <laughs> yeah, that's that's about the extent of my recollection. Maybe they fuck. I don't know. Uh, yeah, it's like a shape of water. This was yeah. the shape of water before the shape of water. Exactly. The little known Shape of Water prequel. Have you ever wanted to kiss a fish on its fishy fish lips? Look at all these attractive fish. You can kiss this fish, or this fish, or this fish. The fish abilities are end fish. Yeah! (laughs) (laughs) So that'll be next week. In the meantime, Kenny, where can folks find you on the internet? You can find me scratching my head that this just happened. I still (laughs) am not sure, like, where am I right now? But uh, Weisky TV, Instagram, yada, yada, yada. Dude, we got a new number one. <laughs> what the fuck? We got fuck? a new number one. God. It's a big fucking deal. 
I don't know where I am. I feel Ooh. like just, I mean, utter shock. This happened. Yep. This is this is clearly the biggest thing that has happened to the country this week. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. So. <laughs> so you can find me at HBI2K on Twitter, <laughs> twitch.tv slash Ben Creighton. And you can always find us right here at anchor.fm slash bad rankings you can pledge one five or ten dollars a month to, to support the show you can subscribe on your podcatcher of choice you can give us a five-star review on itunes and let us know would you like us to cover batman beyond or superman the animated series next yeah let your voice your vote i can't talk yeah, <laughs> yeah. let the vote that matters be heard there you go <laughs> Nobody else is going to bring you science like this. No. <laughs> no. All right. I think we need a, a cold shower and a warm drink. Reginald, prepare the shower. <laughs> prepare the shower, Reginald. <laughs> Fetch me a hot toddy, boy. <laughs> Bye, everybody. Bye.